Welcome to a brand new episode of the Juan Hernandez podcast. This is your host, Juan Hernandez. Thank you guys for tuning back in to a new episode. It's been quite a while since I've done one of these. And I think the last time I recorded with my friend Randy was maybe a couple months ago. But here we are again. We're actually on location as this podcast always rolls around on location. We're actually here in San Antonio for this weekend. What's today's date? The... July 9th, 2022, as we're recording this. So we're in San Antonio, having fun for the weekend. Nonetheless, um, my good friend, Randy Canales, is back on the show. I think you were the last person on the show. So you're actually back, back at it again. Yeah, good to be back, man. Thanks for being, thanks for uh, coming on the, back on the show, <clears throat> yeah, for, first and foremost. You're welcome, you're welcome. Absolutely, it's good to uh, be back on the show. So, like I said before, we're actually out here in San Antonio. Funny little backstory on that. In the 20 plus years I've been traveling to Mexico, I've been passing through San Antonio all the time. And I think I've only actually stayed here maybe once or twice for, I think once for one of the hurricanes that came through Houston. And I can't remember for what else I stayed over here for. But... Yeah, Randy, I, this is actually the first time I'm staying in San Antonio to actually go see the sights, as they say. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> You're going down the rabbit hole again? Yeah, I was going down the rabbit hole. I'm, uh, I'm here on Instagram right now. I, uh, <clears throat> I recently got off of Instagram, like not even that long ago, like two days ago. I, I deleted the app off of my phone just because uh, every once in a while I like to do like these little social media cleanses, social media fast, I guess you can say, just to get away from social media and focus. Because, man, you really don't realize how much time you're wasting on social media. I'll go to my, um, you know, the iPhone, you got that screen time um, thing on your settings. You can, it'll give you like averages. So you'll average out how many hours you're spending on certain apps or whatever. <clears throat> and uh, I am very embarrassed to say I was spending like five hours a day on average, uh, on a weekly average uh, on Instagram. And I was like, man, how much stuff could I get done in a single day if I had five hours of my day back? So when I had that thought, I was like, you know what? Time to take a break. Too much social media. Um, and I got off of it. And I just re-downloaded the app two days later um, because uh, I, I met someone and she gave me her Instagram. And I was like, okay, well, let me log in so i can accept her um but i've been kind of <clears throat> going through the whole scroll hole right now kind of going down that rabbit hole so i need to delete it again but anyways um yeah that's the reason i was just distracted three seconds ago so uh what were you saying again one <laughs> something about san antonio and san antonio all this other stuff and yeah dude actually going around that whole social media thing i try to what i try to do is i try to actually check it in the morning before i leave to work and then later on at night after i wind down from everything i try to just really and if i'm posting stuff like a lot of people that know me know i, I post i post some stuff here now i don't post a lot of stuff but if i'm posting like guitar videos or um like video gameplay and stuff like that and what else do i post the weekly LP and the, the film of the week and all that stuff. I try to just post it and then just leave it mm -hmm. and not even go back and keep looking at go it. Go back. Yeah. yeah that was my, that was my problem. I would go back and it's look kind and of, it's kind of, it's addictive, man. Dude, you go back and I'm, I'm guilty of it too. Cause I'm, I could be at work and I could be done with my work and computers right there. 
So I'm on, you know, YouTube or whatever, listening to whatever interview or podcast that I got up, and there I am on the phone just scrolling away. Yeah. And I think for me it's both... Uh, I was actually thinking of deleting Facebook, man. Down down the road. Yeah. Probably like by the end of the year. Yeah. Because I'm really more active on... Even like Snapchat, too. I'm more active on Twitter and Instagram. Mm, right. That's really about it. But going back full circle, um, this is actually the first time that I'm staying here in San Antonio for a weekend. We all, My family and I always talked about, yeah, we should you know come over here for a weekend. It's only three hours away. We can go to Six Flags and, you know, just hang out, go to different places. And that is exactly where we went to today on this Saturday. We got here yesterday, Friday, Friday afternoon, Friday evening, and didn't really do much other than, you know, just get settled in this really nice Airbnb that we have. And what else did we do? We went out at night, check out downtown the river walk and all these different bars and places to eat and stuff like that. Most of what today comprised of was walking around six flags and this brutal, brutal. And everybody's talking about it. Yeah, it's too hot. It was fucking hot out here. Dude, it was that the maximum we were out there was like 106, 107 mm-hmm. man. And you know, those, uh, that sunblock saved us, man. The spray that you had. Yeah. It saved, and then the the cream for your face and everything else, mm-hmm. that saved us, man. Because I only have a little bit of, look, you can see it right here. It's a, a little, little bit, bit of, burnt. A little burned, yeah. Yeah, on, on my shoulder, shoulder blades, but everything else is fine. Mm-hmm. So, fun day nonetheless. It, it's been maybe 20 years since I last went to Two of Six Flags. It was really cool to see a lot of the memorabilia and all that stuff bask in the nostalgia mm-hmm. and then go on a few rides man that that were you know we only got on two of them mm-hmm. but i think it was definitely worth worth going to like yeah. a lot of, some of them were closed too yeah they were working on a few like they had maintenance crews or something going on so but. then we you know afterwards stopped by one of randy's uh relatives that was having a party that we had already agreed that we were going to go after six flags so we you know just hung out for a little bit Mm-hmm. got to meet your some of your family yeah and uh, that's been it so far planning on going out there again later tonight for those listening you know we're doing this on the weekend mm-hmm. this probably won't be out if it's not out tomorrow it's probably be out next week or sometime whenever i get the time to go over this stuff yeah but you've been coming to san antonio for quite a while haven't you um yeah i like coming here uh last time i was here was uh a little over a year ago uh, i came with a group of guys we did a a spartan race here in san antonio um so we're out here for just a weekend like uh, like how we are now but um yeah it's fun man and then before that i'm trying to think last time before that um it's probably probably last time before that, i think was with, was with my ex-girlfriend uh we came out here to the river walk but uh, yeah, we'll come here pretty often, either with like my ex or with other friends. Uh, I think I came with my mom. Actually, I came with my mom um, about a year and a half ago too. Just her and I by ourselves. Uh, I never really had like a. I never really gone. I never really traveled much with my mom. Um, just us two. So uh, I remember um, I brought her over here for the weekend too. We had a good time. 
uh, mother-son vacation, which is really nice, uh, especially, which I definitely recommend everyone doing, especially if your parents are getting older like mine is. My mom is, oh gosh, she is now 72. She'll be 73 in December. She does not look like it. Everyone, Everyone's like, man, she does not, your mom does look like she's in her 70s. I'm like, man, I get that a lot now. I'm in my 30s. You know, my early 30s, I'm 31, and uh, even earlier today, uh, someone told me, was asking, you know, I asked them, I was like, how old do you think I am? Uh, these are complete strangers that I met earlier today. Uh-huh. Um, some ladies that we met at uh, Six Flags earlier today, and um, we were just kind of chatting it up and talking, and I think that one of them told me their age, and I was like, oh, how old do you think I am? And um, one of them said, what was it? It was like, one of them said 24, the other one said 22, I 22 think. and then another one said 29. And something uh, like that, yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, but yeah, all 20s. Uh, the majority of them thought I was in my early 20s, which is awesome. I actually get that quite a bit. I usually get like 25, 26 is what people think I am, but uh, no, I am 31, so I think I get that genetics from my mother. That I just look a little bit younger than what I actually am, which is which is awesome. Um, I definitely act younger than what I actually am. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, but um, yeah, so um. I totally forgot what the topic of this uh so did I this uh little so rant I. here but um so did I and I actually had something I was going to mention at the start of the show as to why I haven't put out so many episodes lately mm. I think I think some people might already know but for those that don't know I went out with covid again for for like a good the whole month of July just sucked Wait we are we are in July what are we talking about this damn heat, dude. Is so, let me take another sip. Hold on. As you sip your beer, yeah, blame it on the heat. <laughs> exactly. This this podcast is sponsored by Michelob. Was it Ultra Infusions? Never had this before. Michelob Ultra. It's a flavored Michelob Ultra. Lime and prickly yeah, lime flavored. It's really good. Yeah, it's really good. Is this is what men drink. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is what men drink. Yeah, you want some Budweiser? Uh, anywho, <laughs> uh, anywho. The whole month of June just sucked completely, man. It was, I'm, you know what happened. My whole family went down with COVID. Mm. And this is the second time for me catching this godforsaken virus mm-hmm. that just, you know, people keep saying, oh, it's going to go away and all this other stuff and, you know, whatever. Right. But yeah, this, uh, my brother was out of the country, came back. And it was like a domino effect. We all just went down, just out for the count. Yeah. And luckily, it wasn't. I I mean, I can I can say it was the vaccines that helped combat this virus. But I've also heard people catching this that are not vaccinated Mm. that have had the same effect. So you can't really tell. And as far as with the research that people are doing, it's still we're still to what two years in, Uh, two and a half. Two and, and a half. Years, so, yeah. um, I mean, it takes years for research to come out and, you know, detail the efficacy of these vaccines and all that. But I'm, I firmly believe that they did help. And especially for like myself with all the, the history that I have with allergies and things like that. I think it helped. I mean, it helped that I didn't have to go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Or have any like breathing issues or anything like that. So, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You only contracted it one time, and this is the second my, time for me. So, I got early COVID, man. 
we went over the we got over the over the hump as they say <clears throat> from that and dude i still had a lingering chest congestion for an an additional week after i went back to work mm. so that whole week at work i was no it's no bueno yeah no bueno and so i ended up treating that getting that treated with some prednisone um medication yeah steroids for those of you corticosteroids for those of you that don't know and it cleared up immediately like from one day to the next i was good what that did what that does though is it screws up with your stomach Mm -hmm. so then dealing with that too for an extra week is it was just i was like man am i gonna make the san antonio trip or what Mm. (laughs) it's just taking so long for me to recover from something but fortunately enough i got over it Nice, and man. it just kind of threw everything out of whack you know i like i like going to the gym to you know stay active and stuff threw all that out the window and mm-hmm. um really just trying to watch what i eat what i drink yeah but yeah man that's uh leading up to this trip i was like damn am i gonna am i gonna be good for san antonio or not hmm. so luckily everything worked out okay finally broke broke in the new I don't want to say new, but the truck that I bought a, a couple months ago finally broke that in, and you actually got a new vehicle too. Not not a uh, not too long ago. Yep. You were already. You, we were both in the market for a new vehicle. Yeah, at the same time, almost the same time. Almost the same time, dude. That's that's crazy. Yeah. It's it's people know that when your cars start breaking down and you start spending money, you're like mm, money you don't want to spend, but you gotta spend it. But dude, this has been a this has been an awesome trip thus far. And I gotta tell you, the food out here, especially what we ate before we got on. Oh dude. It, that took us a little while to get on because we were just eating eating uh just pure uh, what do you call it, lumbre, just fire. <laughs> right, dude. Yeah. Was, yeah. But if you're ever in the San Antonio area, off of Randy's recommendation, Delias has the best tamales around and they're all over, right? Uh, down in the valley. They're yeah, they're mainly only in the valley. So okay. uh, South Texas, um, McAllen, Mission, Edinburgh, that like that area. Um, that's where they originally started, and then they have one, just one location here in San Antonio. Uh, that's it. Uh, but they actually sell their tamales online all over the country, and people pay for it. And you can have tamales shipped to you. I think pretty much anywhere in the United States if you're willing to pay the shipping fees, because the shipping fees are pretty expensive. I think they're like twenty, thirty dollars just the shipping fees, not even call, including how much the uh, tamales are. I think um but yeah they're good man i mean you had some they're really good tamales uh, i i approve i approve of these tamales man because you, you, you know me dude i i go to mexico and i eat what they got there and it's you know just authentic stuff yeah yeah and no, they're it, good. I, like i told you before in houston it's very hard to find a good tamale I place. I, and I, I haven't ne- found any man and not in houston i've never actually searched for them dude yeah it's either neighbors that start making right. tamales and we buy them from them or you know people that i knew before right but as far as seeking them out i'm like i don't have time for this because i know they're not going to be good yeah so if anybody out there actually knows of a good place let me know let us know because i don't know i don't go out look for this for this stuff yeah it's like oh yeah you don't you don't uh i like to go eat at taco bell i'm like what like yeah it's really good you know the the spicy i'm like no it's no Whoever said they want to go, they prefer eating at Taco Bell. You need to, you, you need, need to, to set them straight. <laughs> you need to yeah. lose my number and 
unfollow me on social media, man. I yeah. think I will, dude, I used to, as far as Taco Bell, I used to eat there when I was in college. I was, I was so dirt poor. That's what I would actually eat for like protein because <laughs> wow. I was going to the gym. Dude, and oddly enough, I was like leaning out and everything, lifting yeah. weights and stuff. Dude, that was, you talk about some simpler times, man. Right. <laughs> Fucking eating at Taco Bell and going to the gym after going to the gym. That's crazy, dude. Damn, dude. I couldn't do it now. <laughs> yeah. That's, um. yeah, that's not, but yeah, that's just, as far as Taco Bell goes, that's just, ugh. I'm not, I'm not a big fan. Yeah. Not a big fan. If you want authentic Mexican food, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have your connections. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, man, it's, this has been, it's been fun. It's been busy. Uh, Randy, what you been up to as far as, uh, I know since we last spoke, I was actually on your, on your podcast for the very first time. Yeah. And we got some good, shoot, I got some good response off of that on my yeah. social media. Hell yeah. Oh, that's good, man. Um, get him exposed to the randy canales podcast <laughs> uh yeah um not much been just doing same old same old so you know uh real estate uh lately i've been working on insurance uh like like getting into the insurance business so right now i am currently studying for the texas state exam so i can get my insurance license and do that i'm still gonna be doing real estate so i'm gonna have my real estate license that's not going anywhere but um yeah, I'm gonna get into insurance, uh, specifically, uh, specifically, not specifically, uh, specifically. I'm gonna be getting into um, life insurance. Is what I'll be doing. Um, I really don't want to get into the like casualty stuff. So like you know, property, auto, stuff like that. Uh, it's a different type of insurance. Uh, actually, requires you a different type of license to get into that, which I really don't care for. Uh, I'm looking to do more life insurance stuff. Um, it's just i think it's something that everyone can benefit from uh, everything definitely families would benefit from in a tragic time you know obviously life insurance for the most part is going to be for um helping out if you were to pass away and help, you know taking care of your family um but uh yeah i'm excited uh i've been scoping out this company that i've been looking at which i will be working under um as a self-employed a contractor, I guess you can say. So I'm not going to be like employed through them. Uh, I'm still going to be able to control my own schedule and my own time, which is nice. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's pretty much the only other thing I've been up to lately. Um, besides real estate is just working on this insurance stuff, trying to pass this exam. And then uh, we'll see. We'll see where this insurance stuff takes me. I'm hoping um, things will go pretty well with it. And uh, yeah, who knows? It might this might be something that I will be doing for um, long term because I've been doing real estate now for 12 years. So something a little bit different will be interesting. Bang. It's been 12 years since you started doing real estate. Yeah. People are like, you've been doing real estate for 12. How, like, how old are you? Well, first of all, like I said earlier in the show, yeah. I look young <laughs> for one. And then, and then they then they hear me when I say, yeah, yeah, I've been, I've been a realtor now for 12 years. They're like, what? Like, how old are you? I'm like, I'm 31. I got my license when I was 19. So I've been doing this for a long time. Pretty much fresh out of high school. Like uh, a few months after high school, I uh, I graduated. Uh, I worked at Best Buy for like two weeks and I just hated it. So I got my real estate license. And then, uh, yeah, yeah. By the time I got my real estate license, I think I was, yeah, I want to say I was 19 by the time I went through um, the licensing process. How, and, how uh, hard was that for you for being just straight out of high school? Because we... We had completely different paths. You know, you went down that path where you just decided to do that right away. 
Yeah. Most people don't do that. Yeah. I ended up going to college, which, you know, some people do that. Some majority of people, they do, but some people don't. It's yeah. not for them. Yeah. So I ended up going that route. Yeah. And I think I did okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it wasn't that difficult for me. It was pretty easy uh, passing the real estate stuff. I mean, to pass your real estate or to get your real estate license, I mean, you just got to take some uh, education classes. Um, I forgot how many hours are required, but you got to take so many hours um, and then uh, take take your state exam and that's it. And then you're in business, um, you know, you just got to find a, uh, a broker to sponsor you and uh, work under a company, work under a broker. And uh, I mean, that's really it. Um, now it's not, it's easy to get licensed, but but the actual business itself of actually being a realtor or real estate agent is very difficult. Um, so don't don't construe uh, because the process is getting your license because the process of, of getting your license is easy. That real estate will be easy. The only thing easy about real estate is getting your license. Everything after that is pretty hard. Um, but a lot of people are very successful with it. Um, can do very very well, um, and then a lot of people don't. Uh, I think the the failure rate for most real estate agents, I think is within two years. I think it's like 90% of, of new agents uh, after getting their license are, um, uh, get out of the business within two years. So it's a pretty high failure rate, failure rate um, because uh, it's a big learning curve and it's uh, it's tough, man. It's, it's, it's cutthroat. There's so many moving parts with real estate. Um, it takes a long time to get paid, man. It takes, takes a really long time to get paid on transactions um you know not only are you having to wait typically you know 30 days or so for your files to close because it take typically takes 30 days for a loan to get approved um you know just working up just to get to that point to get a you know getting a house under contract or selling a house you know it takes time as well um so you know by the time you know it you know you're working one file one deal and it might take you you know two three four five months of working one file to get paid on, um, which is pretty common. So it's, uh, it's not easy. Uh, it's a cutthroat business. Um, a lot of agents are pretty, can, can get pretty nasty, pretty shady. Uh, so sometimes, not all the times, but so you run into some bad ones, some bad apples every once in a while. Um, and you ran, and you just run into some bad clients every once in a while too. So clients who just aren't cooperative clients that are hard headed clients. that think they know it all and they want to do it their way. Um, so just uh, to make a long story short, real estate's not easy. It's not for everyone, but it's it, but it could also be very very rewarding, um, both uh, in the aspect of financially and also in an aspect of just helping families. You know, finding their their forever home or their dream home. So um, yeah, it's a it's a very interesting business to be in. But um, insurance is uh, something I'm kind of looking to dabble into. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, the past 12 years have been very, very interesting being in real estate. I've seen some cool stuff, met some interesting people, seen some really, really, really nice houses. I've, I've been in, I don't even know how many at this point, I know uh, very nice houses, uh, million dollar houses. And I've been in very crappy, shitty houses <laughs> a lot. I've seen everything in between, everything, everything in between. So, you know, I've been in, um, what you would consider, you know, mansions, you know, 5,000, 8,000, 9,000 square foot houses. And then I've been in little tiny, little tiny shacks that are, you know, one or two bedrooms and, you know, they're in the hood and you're, you know, you're kind of scared to, um, to go out at night <laughs> because you might get shot. So I've seen everything, everything in between, but, um, yeah, it's an interesting, interesting business. Was there ever 
I don't, I don't know if you ever thought about this, but was there ever for you like a like a plan B or they, like going going like or did you just like go just all in on this? Like was like man, maybe this if what if it doesn't work out? You know how they say, well, you know, why don't you get a trade or something, something you can fall back on? Yeah. Was there ever anything like that in the back of your head that said, what if this doesn't work out? What else can I do? They didn't even cross my mind, man. No, they didn't even cross my mind. In. I just went, I just did it. Just kind of went into it. Um, and also too, you know, I was, uh, I wouldn't say super, super comfortable, but you know, I was living with my parents uh, when I got started with the real estate and you know, if it didn't, if things didn't work out, you know, I was still living with my parents, you know, they were there supporting me. Um, you know, the safety net is what I was trying to say. I did have a, yeah. yeah, I had that safety net. So it wasn't for me like, now you know i live you know i have my own place live on my own i have payments i have you know stuff to pay so yeah, it's like it, it took you that long to mm-hmm. finally get to that point it wasn't just like from one day to the next it's like oh yeah oh yeah no i no. have this yeah like you said you've seen it you've seen it all from this to that right it's not easy no man it's not easy at all dude I, i've been through some shit with real estate uh but um yeah man i mean it, it taught me a lot um st- it still continues to teach me a lot uh, i've learned a lot about people and business in general um how things operate how a lot i mean a lot of uh, i learned a lot of stuff about just houses in general and how to maintain houses and things to look out for and just you know uh when it comes to like maintenance and repairs things that most people don't really think about or consider and i just i can walk into a house and be like okay yeah this probably needs to be fixed it's gonna be fixed it's gonna cost this much that yeah yeah um stuff like that so but um yeah, man, it's been it's been uh, it's been interesting. Now, what if the real estate business didn't work out for you? Just what if? Yeah. What what would have been your next move? Because you're always on the move. Oh, like back like back then when I started, I guess, or mm-hmm. or now if real estate doesn't work now. Back then. Back then, um, man, dude, I really didn't have a plan B. Honestly, uh, when I was in school, uh, like high school, um, before real estate i was the the other thing the other career fields i was really considering probably the one i was considering the most i guess was more towards like audio engineering um i was about to say was dj channels gonna make a comeback DJ channels yeah i was a dj uh when i was in high school too uh but yeah i was since since i was a dj i was also really interested in like um doing sound engineering stuff Uh, i I didn't like dive like super super deep into it but i was i was definitely very very intrigued by it um, I knew the, uh, this guy, he was a sound engineer. He still was a sound engineer. Uh, I, I don't know him anymore. Like we're not like, I don't talk to him, Damn but it. back in the day, he, um, when I was in high school, uh, he owned, his family owned a, um, a restaurant in my neighborhood, my older neighborhood when I used to live with my parents. And, um, he, uh, his family owned this restaurant and he was a sound engineer and he was a sound engineer for, uh, Beyonce and Lady Gaga. And, wow. um, yeah. So he, he was like, you know, he was like kind of giving me, I guess, little pointers and stuff like that. And uh, I remember one time I was with my family. This was again, I was still in high school, and uh, he, you know, he had my phone number and everything. Um, and uh, I was uh, on my way to Corpus to go visit family in Corpus, and he just like randomly calls me. He's like, "Hey, Randy, what are you up to right now?" I was like, uh, "I'm with my family. Uh, I'm on my way to Corpus um, to go, you know, to a family thing." It's like, "Oh man," he's like, "Dude, I'm I'm here in the studio right now. I have Beyonce here." I was kind of, you know, wondering if you wanted to come by and, and meet Beyonce here at the, in the studio. I was like, wow, like that's a crazy phone call to get. I was like, Beyonce, that's uh, pretty, pretty insane. But I couldn't because I was on, I was on the road, you know, to go visit my family. But um, yeah, I was like, man, that would have been super, super cool. Um, but um, yeah, that's the kind of 
stuff I was kind of kind of considering when I was in high school was sound engineering. Um, that or I even kind of dabbled into the idea of maybe doing some graphic design when I was in high school too. Um, I, I still feel like I do have a pretty good eye for graphics or just kind of like design in general, uh, but not enough to make a career out of it. Um, I'm not even like all that interested in it. I just kind of naturally have a natural talent, I guess you can say, for like aesthetic stuff, aesthetically looking things, I guess you can say. Cool. Um, and then uh, I did consider uh hpd a little bit for a little while too when i was in high school i thought maybe being a police officer would be a career path i would get into as well but that didn't that didn't really last too too long uh i didn't like dive too too deep in it but it was like something i was kind of just considering um but uh yeah once i got into real estate and i made the decision to get into it i just i didn't have a plan b i didn't have a plan b to go back to school or or go to college or i just didn't didn't, and weird enough i didn't even like think about it i didn't even think about like Oh, maybe I should do something different or have something as a backup. Didn't even cross my mind back then. I was just like, no, I'm just doing real estate. And that's it. Just period. Which was, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just didn't even cross my mind. I was like, plan B? Like, what's that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people think think about it a little too much when they say, oh, you know, if this doesn't work out, it's like, well, why don't you find something that you actually, actually want to do? Yeah. And that way you don't have, you know, a plan B. But it's usually, you know we a lot of people have that safety net and right but you know like for myself at home living still living with my parents it's like people look at it so like oh and it's i think it's a culture thing man especially in here in the united states Mm. people say oh you're supposed to move out at a certain age and get married and have kids at a certain age i'm like where the where's that written like did i not get the memo on this because Mm. that's what i thought i wanted when i was like in my 20s right and but yeah people always say well you know if this doesn't work out i can always do this was like to me it's always like okay why don't you find something that you actually like doing and make money off of that right Right. i mean i like what i do to an extent don't get me wrong there's good days and bad days i don't have any any personal connection to the job because you can't you can't get that far in that job you have to disconnect from all that and it's you know my job consists of you know following following policy and procedure using logic obviously and removing your emotions out of it because once that starts you start arguing with people like that all right you're not going to get far and you know people are people are always going to back you up but you also have like i said you have to be you have to have rational thinking into what you're doing somebody's yelling at you you're not gonna cuss him out Mm. maybe out in the street yeah but if you're if you're using logic you could just let that let that roll off your back like nothing happened right someone cussed you out i was like okay man whatever like you got it right and i know a lot of people and i don't care if you get pissed at me or not at this point i don't care i know a lot of people that got into some career some really weird career paths Mm. And I'm not judging nobody, dude. I, look, everybody's going to do what they want to do. You want to get married? Get married. You want to have kids? Go ahead and have kids. Doesn't affect me at all. Mm-hmm. You're my friend. If you're my friend, hey, we're cool. Mm. Um, but don't come at me with, oh, you know, I'm having all these, these drug problems and this alcohol problem. And right. uh, I'm forever alone and, <laughs> you know, stuff yeah. like that. Or, oh, I need to hit the gym because I'm so, my body's so wrecked and, you know, people smoking dope and stuff like that. 
Mm-hmm. It's like, no, nah, man, you, I, I don't, I don't have time for that. We don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. I've never, I don't subscribe to that idea. But yeah, it's just, it's like, do what you, do what you got to do, man. Don't let anybody tell you, like, dictate to you, like, this is what you have to do. Don't get married because just because your friends may are getting married on social media. Mm-hmm. Don't have kids because this person's having kids. People have their reasons. No, I'm just mouthing off. <laughs> People yeah. are going to be like, damn, what got into him? But it's the truth. Right. It's the truth. I'm not saying, am I wrong for saying all this stuff? Probably not. No. Yeah, no, no. No, no. Yeah. You go out there, do what you got to do. Like, look, you decide you want to drink and drive. Hey, that's that's your deal, man. But don't call me at three in the morning, you know, asking me to bail you out because I'm not going to do that. That's, you know, the individual's problem. It's not my problem. So it could be family, too. I don't go for that stuff. Right. Like you, you're you're at that age where it's like, okay, you screwed up man. you got to pay for that. You got to pay the price. Mm-hmm. But if stuff like that, man, like I have, you know, we were talking about somebody yesterday and I've told you about some other people too, where it's just like, it's all of a sudden you want to follow me and you want to hang out with me. Mm-hmm. Okay. But where the hell were you in high school? Like you never gave me the time of day. We weren't friends. Mm-hmm. So now you want to be friends for what? What are we going to talk about? dude? We have nothing in common. Yeah. Like no way. You see what I post. Like, and I see what you post, like what, what people, what that person posts and stuff. Nah, man, we're not hanging out. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, man. One of these days we got to hang out. No, we don't. <laughs> I don't want to hang out with nobody. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy, man. Uh, people are, uh, people are nuts. People are entitled these days. Entitled. And then they'll turn on you fairly quickly, quickly too. Mm-hmm. People you thought were your friend. Yeah. Mm-mm. I was like, I see how it is. Yeah. I see how it is. And I just leave it at that, man. I don't have time for arguments. I don't have time for calling people out. And you know how people fight on social media. What the hell is that? Like, It's pointless, man. It's pointless, dude. What the hell? You don't like what somebody does? Unfollow them, man. Or just block them completely. Mm-hmm. Or like me. Because I've always said it before. You don't like this podcast? Turn it off. Mm-hmm. If you're not paying for this. <laughs> so... I mean, you went as far as to subscribe to the show and have the episodes downloaded. That's fine. But it's not like you're paying for this. So, right. hey, you don't like it, change the channel. I don't have a problem with it. So, anywho, I wanted to keep this episode fairly short and simple because I feel like I'm running out of material right now. I feel like <laughs> I'm just riffing. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I just wanted to come on here and update people as to what's been going on. You know, we threw in some stuff here and there. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm fine from from uh, getting over COVID. Oh, and I, forgot, I don't even know if I mentioned it. I, I may have mentioned it on your podcast or previously. Um, having to deal with my dad's situation with the with the prostate cancer. Mm. I don't think I ever really went into that. Yeah, deeply. That might be for another episode. Yeah, but long story short, he had prostate. He was diagnosed with prostate cancer. The cancer was benign. They've removed the prostate, and as of his last checkup, there is 0% of any cancer presence mm. uh, as of right now. So mm-hmm. we'll try to keep it that way. And it resolved anything, you know. Who wants to walk around with a catheter all day for like six months? Wow. Yeah. Was it six months? October, November, December, January, April. Yeah, about six months, dude. Right. They got that stuff 
you know, put in and out, you know, get it swapped out for right. a new one. Oh, God. Hurts me just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> but he's all good now for everybody that was wondering and that I, I might have mentioned it on the sh- on previous episodes. Um, everything is back to where it, where it was before. That's good. So, you know, mom's really good about her checkups. Everything's uh, everything's good, man. Awesome. You know, you know me. I, I'm on top of my stuff all the time. Yeah. So, but no, nobody knows your body more than you know you do yourself. So, mm-hmm. hey, whatever you gotta do, get your checkups done, get your public service announcement, <laughs> wow, get your blood test done. You know, if, if you have underlying conditions, man, you gotta be on top of that stuff. Hmm. You can't be going out there partying and not suffer the consequences. Yeah. So, anywho. Any plugs, Randy, you want to throw out there for the for the people out there that listen to the show? People might want to follow you or whatever they want. Um, yeah, not much. I mean, the only thing um, I, I guess people can do is they can go to... I'm most active on uh, Instagram, although right now I'm kind of taking, taking a little break from social media. Um, but you can go to Instagram uh, to follow me and see everything that I'm up to. Um, and uh, there should be a link there on my bio if you want to check out my podcast as well. Um, and then whatever else I get myself into in the future, um, I'll be on there. So follow me. It's, uh, Randy Canales underscore, um, on Instagram. So R A N D Y C A N A L E S underscore on Instagram. Uh, so we're gonna, that's where I'm going to be posting more often. And, uh, I'm currently not on there right now. As I mentioned, just taking a little break, but you can still follow me and, um, yeah, I'll be posting more content here soon, probably within the next few weeks. And, uh, yeah, man, thanks for having me again on your show. Thanks for coming out on the show, Randy. Back again. Maybe next time we can have some topics for discussion and go go deeper in, in what we always do. As always, you can follow me on all these social media sites that I have, which is not many. You know, I'm most active on, like you, on Instagram and and Twitch and Twitter. That's really where you can find everything that I do. And, I mean, Instagram is really the main hub where you can I guess go into different places. Right. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, Juan underscore a underscore Hernandez 91. You can see everything that I do there from the film of the week, which has been fairly cool for a lot of people. They enjoy seeing that stuff. The weekly vinyl LP where I'm running through my whole vinyl collection. I don't think that's ever going to end. I just don't. I have too many vinyls, which is probably a good thing because I could keep it going. Hmm. You can see video game clips of myself with my friends playing. You know, we play Call of Duty. We play we play everything. There's not one game that we primarily stick to. So you can see a lot of WWE game on there, gaming on there, Fortnite, State of Decay. And for that, you can tune into my Twitch channel. Same handle, Juan underscore A underscore Hernandez 91 on Twitch dot TV. Follow me on Twitter at Juan underscore A underscore H. Like I said, I'm most active on all three of those. Again, Facebook might be gone by the end of the year. I might just keep it for family purposes. You know, I stay in touch with my family from Mexico and, you know, all that stuff. Mm. I don't really, I'm not really active on there anymore. I private message people here and there. Mm. Like I said, family, friends, close friends and whatnot. So, but yeah, Instagram's the place to be right now. You can catch, oh, forgot to mention the i was doing guitar riff covers on a weekly basis man hmm. <laughs> i had to take a little break on that dude 
Yeah. Yeah, man. I I was not only was I burning out and having to learn a new cover song every week, but I was actually getting like a small bout of like tendonitis, dude. Ouch. Yeah, it was. I was at work one day and I couldn't. I couldn't bend my finger with it actually hurting. I'm like, man, it yeah. was. It was. It was really bothering me. Yeah. But I started thinking. I'm like, okay, why is this happening now? And I started thinking of what I was doing. I said, well, that's probably why, because I, I keep practicing. I mean, there's a, there's a specific amount of time allotted to practicing guitar and learning songs and actually playing the songs. Mm-hmm. I think I was overdoing it a little much. I was practicing the songs, mm. and I was playing them at the same time. Mm. A lot of these mu- pro musicians nowadays, they say they rarely practice. Mm-hmm. They just, whenever they get on stage, they'll play. They'll rehearse, but... Mm. They're not sitting down eight hours a day, you know, right. learning techniques. Right. So I'm getting back on that. I have a huge list that I wrote down, a paper list, and I actually have on, on my notes here, too. They're just songs that I think about. Okay, I can cover this one. I can cover that one. Just really finding the time to do it. I mostly record this behind the scenes. Mostly record this stuff um, Saturdays, either before or after my guitar lessons that I take via Zoom. So... A lot to check out, Randy. A lot to check out for the people out there, for yourself and for myself. But thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Juan Hernandez podcast. I hope to see you guys on the next one. Take care. Thanks, Randy, for coming on.